Since the rains began on the night of December 17th, tens of thousands of people have been evacuated, and 41 had lost their lives as of Friday afternoon. Perhaps more devastating than the millions of ringgit worth of damage the floods have caused is the unimaginable trauma experienced by victims. Homes lost, businesses brought to their knees, families forever broken. So, how did we get here? FMT takes a closer look at one of Malaysia's worst natural disasters in recent history. On Friday night, December 17th, reports began to trickle in about heavy rain in the Klang Valley, Negeri Sembilan, Berak, Malacca, Pahang, Trunganu, and Kelantan. Some flooding had already occurred in the latter three states from rain that had been pouring in the days prior. But nothing could have prepared any of the states for the kind of rainfall they were about to experience. As dawn broke the following day, with buckets of rain still pouring in many areas, some semblance of the scale of the developing crisis became clear. Pictures began to spread on social media of cars almost totally submerged in parts of Selangor. Highways became backed up with vehicles, with some people choosing to camp out in their cars rather than risk driving through the rising water. Similar reports filtered in from parts of Kuala Lumpur and Pahang. Water as deep as three meters was reported in several parts of central Malaysia. More than a month's worth of rain fell that day in some parts of the country, the Environment and Water Ministry would later say. The 363 millimeters recorded by Suntul Station was the highest, followed by Gombak, Jinjang, and Sungai Bonus, Jalantun Razak. Rivers rose to dangerous levels and some overflowed, compounding matters. By Sunday, after the torrential rain had begun to subside in the early hours of the morning, the sheer magnitude of the flooding became clear. Taman Sri Muda in Shah Alam, the capital of the country's most populous state, was now underwater. People pleaded for help from the rooftops, trapped by the murky waters that had engulfed their homes. The situation was similar in many other parts of the Klang Valley in Pahang, with buildings and vehicles swallowed by the flood water that had built up over the previous 36 hours. While other states were less severely affected, they were not spared. There were reports coming out of Berak, Trunganu and Kelantan in particular, of floods that had wrecked homes and left townships in tatters. Then questions arose, as civilians, NGOs and some elected officials rushed to affected areas to rescue victims and provide aid, one big question remained unanswered. Where was the government? The blame was shifted from one agency to another throughout the week. The National Disaster Management Agency was the first target of the public's ire. With disaster management in its name, why had it done so little? Nadma's Secretary General Aminuddin Hassim later said it was up to the states to coordinate relief efforts, and that federal agencies would only intervene when situations became severe. He also said Nadma had attempted to evacuate residents of the badly affected Taman Sri Muda area when the floods first began, but claimed many were reluctant to leave, citing fears of catching COVID-19 at relief centers and doubts over the severity of the crisis. Then, amidst criticism of the state's response, Selangor Menteri Basar Amiruddin Shari said he was unable to mobilize security agencies as he was not the chair of the state's National Security Council. Entrepreneur Development and Cooperatives Minister No Omar revealed on Wednesday that he had been holding that post since last November. He also said it was wrong to blame him as the committee tasked with handling disaster management was headed by the state secretary, not him. Prime Minister Ismail Sabri Yaakob admitted that there had been shortcomings in the government's response and promised that it would be improved. While those in power argued, it was ordinary citizens who rose to the occasion. Gurdwaras preparing food aid for victims 
people rowing trapped Malaysians to safety in their own kayaks and boats, and doctors volunteering their time to mend the wounded. These were just some of the heartwarming stories that emerged as the floods persisted during the week. For maybe the first time since it became the national catchphrase, the true spirit of Keluarga Malaysia shone through. No fanfare, no self-congratulations, no photo ops. Just Malaysians banding together to help one another in their time of need. With questions still being raised about the government's response and calls growing for a royal commission of inquiry, it's anyone's guess what happens next. For victims, the process of picking up the pieces will likely stretch well into the new year. Imran Arif, Free Malaysia Today.